0: Well, here we go, episode number two on the Divine Hustler podcast, and you are in for a real treat today. I am up in beautiful Lake Tahoe with dear friends, and I happen to be with Anna Scott. You can find her on Instagram, at Energy Sensei, and Anna has been my coach for nine years. And this year, we recently stopped working together, but only because of some shifts in the field. Anna has continued to be one of my biggest expanders, greatest teachers, and um, some of you who follow me know that I refer to Anna and Dr. Liz as the one-two punch because I used to go in and get entrained with Dr. Liz Dobbins at Shine Wellness Center and then the next day I would go into Anna's office and get coached on all the downloads that came through. And then Anna was a very instrumental part in helping me grow LMB Interiors. For many years she has coached my team and has brought just a real sense of awareness around what is thought and around energy and how everything is energy. Anna is an extraordinary coach and her purpose is to really spread love and to coach people in their relationship between themselves and their source. And let me tell you, she is masterful. So, thank you for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Divine Hustler Podcast. Anna, do you want to be my first guest on the Divine <laughs> Hustler Podcast? Of course, I do. <laughs> Given that you have been my coach for nine years oh and one of my best friends, I think I owe so much to you. <laughs> <laughs> And we have a lot of laughter (laughs) between us. It's such a good time. Oh God! Let's talk about what you see. Um.
1: What I see is how simple it is. That. We're all from this one universal intelligence, this beautiful intelligence that makes all of life. Like we're sitting out looking at this lake and the trees and the sky and the clouds and the water and all the animals and plants, and we're part of it. And there's this intelligence that's making all of this. And we're part of that. We're an expression of that intelligence. And the good news, bad news, intelligence gave us thought.
0: Right. And thought is a real, can be a real exhausting thing to be with.
1: (laughs) And it can be so fun. Because it takes that energy, that intelligence, and goes into form. And then we get to create. Exactly. It's a way we can create. And we can call things and coordinate with people.
0: Right. And it's so fun. It is so fun. And what I was enjoying about what we were talking about before we started recording this is how I keep I've kept thinking that I had something to do or I was allowing thought to really run me ragged about what do I do next and how how can I create what I want to create and thinking it had to be all this effort even though intellectually I know it doesn't have to be effort but I kept thinking there's something to do, but really what you were saying is really being in that very feminine energy of waiting and then you just take action when it it comes through, when the the inspiration comes. Yeah, so this is my
1: favorite. (laughs) This is my favorite new insight that I've had. The feminine energy is not knowing and it encompasses all right and we're addicted to knowing in this culture right that's the masculine energy the energy comes up and it goes into the knowing which is movement and that becomes the form and we are addicted to it
0: we are and if it's off balance which is what our culture is which is do 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 go 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 then it's not counterbalanced by the waiting and the knowing and the allowing which is where all the great ideas come
1: from. Right, that's where to me, that's exactly it. That's where every entrepreneur, every musician, every writer, all of a sudden they get an idea, like one little thing that pops up from the feminine, this unknown, you know, from unknown to known. And then it becomes something.
0: And then what happens? What they go and they go and start doing cuz they got this idea and then yes. they get caught up in the pattern.
1: If they listen and hear it, this is what I'm seeing. I don't know if it's true, but this is what looks real to me. Is the moment that the inspiration comes, it comes with the what to do next?
0: Exactly, and the what to do next is the thing where I keep getting caught.
1: Because and then what I found is, in our culture, for me, I can only really talk about me. Is um, it looked to me like to not know was scary. wrong i believe that thought to be real so if i didn't know there was something wrong and i would constrict and so then i would try to think further and now i see that it's all an illusion to not know is just part of being a human being (sighs) it's just part of the it's just part of the whole and i go back i go in between not knowing and knowing in fact this is a great story remember the day you let me go from coaching because we were like finances whatever and I could feel my fear of not knowing like I was like oh my god I don't know where my money's gonna come from and blah 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 and I wanted to see my acupuncturist my roommate EJ and he was so funny he goes yeah not knowing's really funny he goes you know sometimes I don't know what I'm gonna have for lunch but that's okay <laughs> <laughs> and when he said that I just saw the truth of it I'm actually a master of not knowing But there's some times where I think it's important to know. And I believe that thought. But there are other areas I don't know anything. And I just trust, like yesterday with the massages. We didn't know how it was gonna work out and it worked out better than we could have ever imagined. Right, yeah. But there's sometimes it looks like it's really important and we, we separate, we take control of the rain. Yeah,
0: well I'm really feeling that insecure thinking around not knowing about what I'm going to do as I develop Divine Hustler because I desire to be um, a teacher, to share to what I've learned and what I know because it's fun for me. It, yeah. it is exciting. And then I feel so stimulated and so energized by having conversations like these, which is why I desire to just have a podcast and I can share share what I'm learning with everyone. And then I get caught up in, well, I don't want to abandon L&B interiors because that's where I've invested the last 18 years of my life. I love being a beauty maker. I love the women I work with and the clients that I have and the beauty that we make. And then I have a thought that I can't do both. Yeah, that's, but I'm actually doing both.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing is it's we believe thought to be true. What if it wasn't true?
0: Wow, it's so convincing though.
1: I know, because we feel our thinking.
0: Right. Well, what do you say to people when they get caught up in thought and they don't know how to get out of it?
1: Have you ever had a time when you had a thought and then you went to bed and you let it go and you saw something new in the morning? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, that's what I'm pointing to. So thought can be, we can keep picking it up, or we can let it go if we see the nature of it, if
0: we understand the nature of it. Right, and where, do, where does thought intersect with authentically feeling an emotion like shame or grief or rage, which from my experience, I, I'm all about feeling my emotions. So as the feeling comes in and I have a memory of something that caused a trauma as a child, for example, and I think, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel this and heal it, and that is what happens. I feel this liberation of unbound energy, the energy unbind, and then I feel more at peace and more at ease. And then the next time I go to have that thought, I see I can choose differently. Yeah. So how does thought and and emotion or feelings uh, benefit each other, and how do they mess each other up?
1: Um. From how I'm understanding is, thought always comes with emotions. It's the texture. Thought, how we feel this energy, is through the thought-feeling relationship. So the power is just to see the illusion of thought and feel the feelings fully. Because when it does, if we just know it's natural, like we'll have varied thinking all day long. I'll have good thoughts, bad thoughts, scary thoughts, insecure thoughts, happy thoughts jealous thoughts,
0: angry thoughts, I Yeah. And I just feel them. Well, and if you just feel them and allow them to pass through and you don't get caught up in the story, because what I see in our culture is this true addiction to keeping the, the story alive by retelling the story, keeping it stuck in yeah. This pattern um, recently at the divine hustle retreat, one of our um, one of our sister goddesses said, "Well, you know how do I deal with this this thing that happens in our studio where we get caught up in telling the story and beating the drum of what is, and we keep stay stuck in a thought pattern, and yeah, because the feeling comes and then it goes, and then we 're just in the story about it
1: i've what i 've seen is that when people can't be with the emotions, the very first one, the, sto- the first story emotion, they tell other stories because
0: it's- Oh, interesting. Yeah, I could see that. Because yeah.
1: it's a way to not, if they think there's something wrong with the feeling, like we live in a culture
0: that we think feelings are bad and we have to do something about them. Right, we make certain feelings wrong yes. and we make certain feelings right rather than seeing it's all a part of the human experience. Right.
1: And so what happens is when the memory or a feeling comes in that wasn't acceptable or okay, they'll go to the thought because then they're safe from having to feel that because they think innocently that there's something wrong with what they feel.
0: It's so profound, isn't it? It's so simple. And then there's the thing that we were saying earlier about we think there's something to fix and that's how like sometimes in this in this self-inquiry, personal growth world that we are in, we chase after that constant need to fix something because we think it's outside of us. Yes. And and so like and even healing the trauma and, and all of those kinds of things. It's like, I'm gonna go looking, I, I'll call myself a shadow hunter. I'm gonna go looking for this thing to fix, and then I just realized that in doing that, constant like going and looking for something, I keep myself kind of stuck in this idea or thought that there's something the matter with me.
1: Yes, and what... <laughs> this is such a gift. <laughs> Because there's nothing wrong underneath all of our thought, no matter what experience mm-hmm. we have. Mm-hmm. There's a place of purity that's untouched in every human being. A place of perfection. It's pure light. Yeah. And we can't see. Yeah, we all have horrible experiences. But the only thing that keeps that alive is our thinking of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: the once the experience is done it's done and yes we have memories but that's thought it's not real anymore like i remember because i was raped and i remember when i was with david he went to grab he put his hand on the back of my neck david's your boyfriend <clears throat> yeah and the memory of my rape came up and i could feel it and i could feel the terror and I just got really present and felt it all in all past. Because I understand it's just a memory. There's nothing to do. Right.
0: And I think what can happen sometimes, for me anyway, is that when I feel a moment like that, it feels so liberating and I can feel myself. I can feel when that energy unbinds and then I feel the feeling and then it passes and I feel the sense of peace. But then I like to talk about it. And that's part of what makes like Divine Hustler like I want to talk about it so that that story like that you just shared can maybe bless somebody else's life, but that's a different intention. Yeah. So tell me about that intention is to share like I just
1: shared my experience and maybe somebody will see it and they can hear something, but it's not to fix anybody. I'm not trying to fix because there's nothing to fix.
0: Oh my gosh. And I want to just say, I have spent my entire life trying to fix myself and to fix others.
1: You and I too, sister. I gave it up about a year and a half. And that's where where you and I
0: had the breakdown. Because I no longer wanted to fix myself.
1: Yeah, and and I I I just just want to
0: talk about fixing myself all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That must be so boring for you. Well,
1: no, I just... It was... I just saw the truth I, I felt it I, I was, came home from six months and all of a sudden I just saw the truth of life I had been for 25 years, 30 years spending hundreds of thousands of dollars trying to fix me, make me right and then I saw it was all a joke there was
0: nothing to fix I was perfect Then now what do you do with your time? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I enjoy it Occurs to me what would be
0: fun and beautiful and wow. interesting. That's so <laughs> awesome. I feel such a sense of freedom after this discovery. Yeah. That's the whole And ind- the here's the thing though that I find so funny about the infinite onion, which is this concept I've been really enamored with lately. The infinite onion is I've had this realization so many times. Yeah. And and then I forget. Yeah. And then here I am again having this realization again that there's nothing wrong, there's nothing to fix, there's nothing broken. There just is simply life just happening and me being the witness. Yes. And then I get caught up in work and the daily grind and then, and then other less um, awake people are around me and I'm not in Tahoe in a beautiful home talking to a beautiful coach who's highly enlightened it's easy for me to feel that way right here right now how do I go back to the daily life and keep this energy
1: so how or I'm, awareness I, it's not a how
0: oh look I'm trying to do something again
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that. Dickon my teacher Dickon a guy I love man he, he goes the ego is so fast It loves to do. And the only thing I'm paying attention to because I understand it is how I feel. The minute I can feel the accelerator going, I know I'm looking in the wrong direction. I've started to go towards the ego and I go back upstream going, okay, source. Because when I'm close
0: to source, I feel feel phenomenal. I know. I I see it. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Yes. It's so much fun. It's the best feeling ever.
1: And it's always available. And then I know thought will come in and because I'm a human being and I'll feel varied throughout the day. Right. But behind it is this well-being.
0: I see this supple, uh, this, this supple go with the flow stream, you know, like what Abraham talks about. Instead of rowing upstream, you're like in the stream, just flowing with it. Yeah i love a river yeah (laughs) and this is we're in it
1: (laughs) i mean we look out we're in this river it's doing us we think we're in control that's it's a joke
0: yeah it really is doing us yeah yeah
1: and so how do i stay curious and open like the michael neal talks about like i wonder how this could happen that was the question yesterday i wonder what will happen I have no idea, but I'm open. I'm open to seeing
0: it. Yeah. So I think it's a fun story to share. We were hiking. We're up here in Tahoe celebrating our beautiful friend's birthday. And we had each scheduled massages unbeknownst to the other for a surprise. And then we had all this canceling and rejiggering. And you handled the whole thing just with such grace. I could hear you talking. The person called, feeling in trouble that they weren't going to be able to fulfill. And you just said, that's okay. It'll work out. No problem. We'll see what so happen. then there was only two massages for three people. And then... And you stepped in and asked the person. And then I asked the guy. And you didn't
1: think about it, did you? You just asked No, him. I didn't think that's about That's what it. I want you to see. You did. It just occurred to you to ask him. There was no planning, no doing, no preparation. It just occurred to you. And he turned out... To be
0: the best masseuse in the world. Oh my God, he was amazing. And he
1: was a vegan chef for our vegan friend.
0: Yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, so these are wonderful stories of how life can unfold when we don't get in the way with our thought.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like it. Well, thanks. Thank you. This has been a fun conversation. (laughs) So many it's times. always a good time with you and is. so if people want to the two listeners that we have want to, <laughs> you and I <laughs> when when you and I listen back and we want to get in touch with you about coaching <laughs> this is what you said to me earlier I want to work with people on their relationship with self and source and you do that exquisitely
1: Thank
0: you. so We like to do a trinity in the work of Mama Gina. So I'm going to have you end with a trinity, a brag, a desire, uh, no, sorry, brag, gratitude, and then end with a desire about what you desire in the ideal client. Can we do that? Uh,
1: So what do I brag about? Mm. I brag about this morning... I asked myself, what's my intention? And my intention is to love and be kind and generous to humanity. And I I was so proud of myself that that was my intention. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Very well bragged. Um, I'm grateful for you, Laura. I remember, I'm so grateful for you. I remember when Debbie DiMaggio said there was this client when we first talked, I knew that I needed to meet you. And I am so grateful because you are, have been my expander. You challenge the hell out of me and, <laughs> and turn me on to things and you make me a better human being. And I'm so grateful for that. Mm. You've opened
0: up my worlds. <laughs> <laughs> what an honor, thank you. And <laughs>
1: my ideal client is a human being who wants to experience more love and beauty in their life and share that love and beauty with other people.
0: Mm. And so it shall be yeah. or something even greater. <laughs> and what I think is so fun about all this is that you and I have been expanders for each other for so many years and we have shared so much love and so much playfulness but also we've had ruptures and yeah. every time we repair a rupture we come back we get closer to that initial intention that we set when we, many years ago when we said we want to we be together doing our gifts in a way that will expand people more into that love energy. And that's what we're doing right now. Oh, isn't that amazing?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and especially this is the best part. So this is where life is always happening. So this is the joke. On your retreat, you remember the thing when you didn't? You didn't I didn't acknowledge, acknowledge you. you on my retreat. And I had my own experience. Uh-huh. And that was the rupture for me to see how I don't show up. That was the, what I needed to see. And so that's
0: where I always look at life. So thank you for not doing that. I'm so grateful. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. I get to be the bad guy for a lot of people. I, I remember um, uh, going to uh, the Mama Gina School of Womanly Arts, and I had, as a, as a true like I'm at the front of the line getting getting me and getting mine I wanted this particular seat um and then I and then I also then went and saved 12 other seats for all my sister goddesses because I had gotten there early and then somebody moved my stuff out of off my seat and then that person came along and said um what are you doing that's my seat And I go, well, actually, I got here early and saved all 12 seats. And this is the one I chose for myself. So actually, no, this is my seat. And it was just such a bitchy, um, like, you know, me first kind of uh, behavior. And part of that, um, like, we could just go on and on about that. But what I got out of it so much was that later on, I approached my friend and I said, um, and we had we, we had some rupture between us. So, um, but I didn't feel I didn't feel bad because I felt clean about it. I had actually saved it, and I d- desire wanted to fulfill on my desire. Right. And as women, we're so taught to like, oh, I'm sorry, you go ahead and take it, right. which would have been disingenuous because I wanted it and claimed it for my own. So when I when I approached her to say, hey, I'm I'm really sorry about that interaction. I wanted to help her see my perspective, and she offered me her perspective. She said, you know, you, you have this way of, you know, having this entitlement, and you take what's yours. And, and I'm like, yeah, I absolutely do. And I'm, I'm a training partner for a lot of people yeah. because of my bigness and my desire to have what I want. Yeah. And people don't like that. <laughs> it, it's, yeah, and that's the gift. You're the yeah. invitation. Yeah. I'm here to piss you off and turn you on, baby. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you, Anna. I love you. And I bet you this isn't the last time that we, as, as this whole divine hustler thing gets traction and, and I, who knows where it goes, I don't need to know because there's nothing to do or anything to fix. I, d- I will say that I brag that I have now recorded my second podcast. I feel immensely proud of it i'm truly deeply grateful for you i love you to the moon and back i'm grateful for this week and i'm grateful to our beloved natalie oh my god thank you natalie natalie we love you We love love you. you thank you for hosting us in this gorgeous fucking house on lake tahoe and who designed this place i need to know it's so gorgeous and i am i desire to be a spiritual mentor to beauty makers And I am turned on by that. And I can't wait to see how many beauty makers want to come and work with you to find out about their relationship to source. Because love is all there is. It's just so good. (laughs) So fucking good. Okay. Uh, That's it for now. And if you... I, I think I have to go back and record an ending to this. But if I don't record an ending, I hope that you will share this with all your beauty maker friends and um, that's all I got to say. Awesome. Wow, we
1: did it. And to I have a big signal, and I desire to cast my signal.